0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to our crushing comics book club for Grant Morrison's Batman. This is our final pre-reading installment for our Grant Morrison Batman read. We're going to finish up the stories in Tales of the Demon, a widely available collection, although we'll tell you the individual issues as we go through the, the discussion today. And then we're also going to read the very famous, or perhaps infamous, depending on your perspective, Demon Trilogy from the late 80s and early 90s. And that is Son of the Demon, Bride of the Demon, and Birth of the Demon. Now, we're not going to spoil Morrison content here because we haven't read it yet, but Harry has read it, and Free and I have knowledge of it. So if we come upon some themes that will recur, we will mention that we're expecting to see those themes again in Marson's Batman. To warm up today, we are going to very briefly talk about a wedding story from our lives because weddings are a theme throughout this material. And the thing that I'll throw out there is that as a kid, I loved dancing and dance music. Uh, My parents were both bartenders and so I was very much exposed to a lot of the music I was playing in bars and clubs at that point. But there's not a lot of places for like a seven or eight year old to go and like break it down and dance. So I saw weddings as like my chance to be in a room with like adults who had liquor and all these things and actually like, dance with them and, and enjoy music. And so I was just known as a kid as like, oh, it's Peter, that dancing kid. Because I was <laughs> like, I I learned from from my parents that you get up as soon as you hear a song that you like. And even if there's songs you don't like, like you do not sit back down unless it's to go to the bathroom. Like you stay on the dance floor and that's what you do. So whenever <laughs> I think about weddings, to me weddings are dancing. And then as an adult, when I would go to weddings that like were more like a brunch wedding or like, you know, like a wet or like a garden mm. wedding, I'm like, is there not a dance floor like what why would you get married if if there's not going to be dancing so, so you
1: you don't you don't instigate dancing like you're like no this is not how it's gonna be i hear is music and i'm gonna start dancing you don't do
0: that well there needs to be like a dancing area like if it's like a, a wedding like out in the grass i don't know about anybody else's dancing, but i need sure. like a dance floor where i can have a certain uh, kind of okay. shoe so i can do my moves that i do um, you know, I'm not you, looking to try to like moonwalk and grass or or. You know grass. what you need, so
1: you know what you need. You need an inflatable dancing space, or like one of those unfoldable
0: in, ones. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, well, that you can carry in your pocket, and you just like dancing, like anywhere. you know, just just be like Batman
0: but also i think it's because i like older music well it wasn't all the time but like i really like dancing to 70s and 80s music less so to like 90s and newer so it's like it wasn't like when i finally was old enough to like go out dancing even as a teenager there nobody was dancing to the music i, I wanted to go and dance to like the temptations so i would hear <laughs> that at a wedding it's a great um, band and yeah and not you know at a, a club right. like i remember going to goth clubs in high school and it's just like, ooch, 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 ooch. Yeah. I'm going uh, to a goth club next month. I'm excited. Anyway, totally off topic. Yeah, get get, <laughs> get your dark eyeshadow ready. Okay, so Freya, do you have a brief wedding story?
1: So my wedding story is is kind of going to be completely opposite <laughs> because all the wedding <laughs> I've ever been to it has been about tears, has been about women giving up their freedom. Oh, I've it been been about Yeah yeah has been about like people crying their eyes out and then there's always going to be and then the men and women are always kind of segregated in those weddings like you know they sit different separate places and then the aunts are always talking about who did not put what better and what is going there's just always going to be this drama and i don't know what the men did in that Thing. I, I was never sometimes food were good sometimes food were bad at the end everybody just cried their eyes out so it's totally ruined wedding <laughs> marriage relationship everything for oh, me oh you need to come and to then, some
0: italian weddings with me we would have gotten right? uh, that's guys.
1: that's that's what i'm saying and you know that when you watch like you know when i watch like i think like a western wedding in a movie and something i'm like wait wedding is supposed to be a good thing like it's supposed to be something that people want to do. Like that was a revelation for me.
2: That's so, fascinating.
1: Yes, so I'm telling you, it's like it does it did something to me. Nowadays weddings are not like that. It's completely different. But back when I was growing up and back when the type of people wedding I was going to not necessarily matches with what a tri- like a wedding expectation is going to be. <laughs> That's just my view.
0: So Yes. Harry, what do you bring to our um, cultural chat about weddings? Uh,
2: You know, a few years ago, I was at a I mean, it's just the only good story I got a few years ago. I was at a a big family wedding. One of my uh, one of my family members was getting married and uh, the bartender was passing out these uh, these gin drinks uh, very fast. And we did not realize how many that we had had. So we're all pretty Lucy goosey and I remember everyone's dancing and I finished dancing and I go get off the dance floor. I'm talking with my mom who, you know, it's not like we're like strangers, but we definitely have some kind of like boundaries and rules between us as mother and son. Anyway, I'm drunk and she's drunk and I'm like. I was dancing over there. That girl is really hot. And my mom's like, "She is hot." I'm like, "Yeah." I move on my life. Just go on and talk with someone else. And about 40 minutes later, my mom walks up. She goes, "Hey, I told that girl you think she's hot." I'm like, "Mom, no." (laughs) She was like, "She was like, yeah." She says she's gay, which is probably just to be nice to you. Anyway, she is hot. (laughs) And I was just like, I was, it was more just so shocking. It was funny than embarrassing.
1: I don't (laughs) know what... I don't know which one, now which one is theater. like, which one of the moms like, is it like drawing apple or drawing heart on trees or it's like mom going up to another woman and then saying that my son my, thinks you are hot. We, I, we don't she, do that kind did, of stuff. Did she read Ra's al Ghul stories? Maybe She's she got... That was a major Ra's al
0: Ghul move.
1: Yeah, that was a major... I was for like, it's come a, from there.
2: For a brief shining moment, my mom was a pretty solid wingman, and that was pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Well, that is the perfect introduction to the first story that we read today. It's from DC Special Series 15. D- DC has a lot of these books in the 70s that are called like DC, Blue Ribbon, this, special series, that. It was kind of like how Marvel had things like Marvel Premiere, and Marvel Spotlight. But these books often yeah. had like a subtitle like The Batman Spectacular. And at the time, anybody who was talking about them or if they got referred to in an editorial box, it would be like, see the Batman Spectacular. But like, it was just part of this series called DC Special Series. So this is DC Special Series 15. I actually, it had three Batman stories in it actually, but we only read the one, which is I now pronounce you Batman and wife. It's from the summer of 1978. Batman is investigating a seemingly minor vandalism, but it turns out to connect with Ra's al Ghul's plot for Gotham, really his first plot that's like Gotham-centric, which is to steal diamonds. Um, Batman is drugged while training, and he wakes up married to Talia, again, as one <laughs> does, as we will say a again. lot of him. And so Batman ultimately again. saves the diamonds, but Talia and Ra's al Ghul slip from his grasp. And leave us readers with the question, is Batman now legally married? And there are some fine, finer points to why he could be married as an unconscious Batman to a very conscious and willing Talia Algul. Freya, what did you think about? La- ladies are making it happen for themselves in this. They're like, I'm just going to get married to Bruce Wayne. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's yeah, fall in this, love. You be this unconscious. Is like-
1: this is like one of the first I feel like one of the only comics or like any fiction i read where the woman being punched where the man punching the woman was completely justified like it's like <laughs>
2: if, this would,
1: if this was like other gender role was reversed there would be a lot of talk about this because I'm like WTF like it's like and then the rule is that if the father and the bride are consenting from wherever like I'm talking this is what we talked this about this is from their own under-
0: Identified, not linked to any actual country or ethnicity culture that the uncle family has.
1: Because I was like, where is this? Because as you know, I collect citizenship like I collect comics, right? I have like three right now. I'm like, where is this country? Let me and my dad go there. And then we're going to become the citizen. Then we're going to get Chris Evans and drug him and then because i'm consenting my dad will obviously consent who would not after seeing that man and then we're (laughs) gonna get legally married because yay comics are so inspirational because i was like
0: you've learned a lot (laughs) (laughs) to all the fbi agents assigned to us who are listening to this broadcast we're not actually going to abduct and drug chris evans um only in so far as it reflects today only insofar as it reflects his plot. Uh, yeah, I mean they but, take him into international waters, like they yes, straight it, up kidnap Batman. It's wild. Batman
1: in and, the international water, and then he, they drugged him. Like it's like, I mean, I don't know. As everything we've seen so far about Bruce Wayne and Batman, it's like maybe he would have said yes. Like you know, I don't this... know. But, this is uh,
2: kind of a story about sex trafficking in oh, a very oh dark my way. God. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: like It's like I so mean. much. It's so much. And it's only because like, it just like, I don't know. It's like, it's all led up to this. That's what I was thinking about as I was reading through this. I'm like, oh, my God, everything up to this point led up to this. Like all the trials, all the tests and everything just to see that, you know, this is how... I want to see the backup of, like, the Raz and Talia having conversation. Like, Daddy, what do you think? It's like, yeah, he's good. Like, you know, maybe we need to try some more and stuff like that. It's just, like, insane. It's insane. And it happened.
0: Harry, it happened.
2: so, I mean, not to be just totally aesthetic-based right now, but it's an aesthetic space. But um, the, the big thing, I know, like... I know it's going to be a running joke now, but like I was very thrown off that there's a character that looks exactly like Ubu, and it but Ubu. he's now described as Lurk. And I'm like, listen, OK, good name for a henchman. I'll give you that. But like, is this Ubu? Is this his his twin brother? Like Batman's still kind of talking trash to him. But anyway, um Raza Ghoul has a really good fit in this. Uh It's interesting, but it's got a nice some nice yellow and I like the uh, the jewelry. His whole father, um, his I father really... of the
0: bride dress that he wears. <laughs> yes.
2: And I, I I love the line where Batman said, uh, you know, oh, having my greatest enemy is my father-in-law, he is my wife. Well, that just takes the wind out of my sails. Um, and-
1: <laughs> <laughs> as, it, as it does, as one does.
2: And I love that Batman, like, even though this has all happened, he's immediately like he gets kidnapped, and weirdly, the dad has to give consent also, which I love that little wrinkle where it's like, not the husband, the father. Law has to solidify just, this I, but Batman's just like no I don't I don't I don't count this as a real marriage immediately punches Talia after she like, undresses sorry.
0: she's like let me let you oh, yes. just get yeah. distracted by laying all of your clothes out on the bed and then once you're naked I'll sock you which honestly given Talia <laughs> It's probably safer to know that she doesn't have anything secreted on her person before you punch <laughs> her in the face, because that might not end well for you. But it's, I mean, it definitely struck me. I'm like, ooh, for this, for what is the year we, for 1978, like she is awfully naked here in this panel with Batman Puncher. He does say, please forgive me when he punches her in the face. But uh, as one does, as one does. So, ooh, uh, so, but they've, here's the, th-
2: they've consummated like once and that's all she's ever going to get from this man. He's got one thing on his mind and that's justice. And
0: that's a whole of He's got thing. one. Yeah. And here's the thing.
1: Selena <laughs> so could come and tell her, like, listen, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. know that this needed this very weird kind of dumb diamond plot on top of this. Yeah. Like, then when you, they brought yeah. it back to so their trying to break into a bank and all of this stuff was... A, the one cool thing I thought was just how gross and hot... Gotham is in the summer and like how Ra's al Ghul plays Mm. into that by drugging the populace which again feels very tied to the plot from Ra's al Ghul and Batman Begins I thought I don't know I haven't read a thousand comic books I'm sure Ra's al Ghul has drugged Gotham a bunch of other times Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, the actual diamonds which I don't know if he wants them just because they're worth money like I just in my head was like he wants them to make lasers or something but it just seems like such a letdown when the actual book could have been all about Batman's marital problems and just talking about details, I
2: mean, it I do love that, you know, uh they just describe Go- Gotham as just this really gross, sweltering it's, summer, yeah. which is not like the usual thing you think of Go- Gotham. You think of like this gothic and stormy. Yeah, city, very gray. And this is just like Yeah, like, this is just like a gross place. Like and like it, it's such like a nice detail that adds so much color to this this city and you don't you don't see this a lot which is why i've been so drawn to these books is it's a different kind of of batman story i wish tyler uh, for was me.
1: i wish tyler was here though because there is like I a disgusting do. um like neat, when you're in hot summer day in new york city there is a vapor that comes out of the subway oh, like that is like Ugh. disgusting.
0: Every like, so often, sewer silly, got that, but it's not like New York. It's just no, 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 we're no, dogs. no, yeah, no, no It's a very, subways
1: it's it's a very, <laughs> very unique to New York. And then it's like it reminded me of that. But then to uh, to your other point, though, like when you were talking about that, why there's a diamond Heist and not just a marriage? Because it's, like I feel like that's because it's ultimately written for teens, and yeah, like, teens sure. are talking yeah, about yeah. like, oh, Batman got married. They probably did not even read that part. They just like yeah,
2: there was an like, editor who is like you need to get like a robbery in this he (laughs) needs to punch a hoodlum
1: (laughs) like Like somewhere there because or else Mm -hmm. but also like
0: marriage diamonds you know it's a thing Yeah. yeah but it ends with basically Batman routes them they get into a shooting match. Uh, Batman's wounded. Talia wants to say, but ultimately her allegiance to her father is just a little bit greater than her allegiance to Batman. She says, it is tearing me apart but I cannot permit you to harm him for he is most precious to me. Although he's, she's saying that about Batman or about her father at that point. Now I've got to go back and look. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so- Take your pick. Yeah. So she's torn. So, so
1: looking at the subtext of her character though, because I feel like she never, like- I don't know whether she ever cared for either. Whether it was all just because of the of what they can give her, because especially with her father, that like she needs him to be alive to transfer the power over to her, and then obviously for Batman because so she he can give her an heir, so yeah. the heir that he she can kind of keep in the background while being the Cersei of the uh, League of Assassins. Um, so it's it. So I never kind of ever bought that she ever cares about. Any other
0: person I'm yeah concerned. I, I wow. very much read this and I think it's canonical even at the time is she she cares in the way that she cares in the way that a, a female spider cares about the male spider until she eats him after she breeds you know like yeah. she That's she kidding. cares because she cares in that moment and it's the thing that she wants. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that I really buy that she feels this deep abiding love so much, though, as she doesn't have the Lazarus Pit secrets from her father yet. You know, like her exactly. her, her long game is that if she's going to replace him and be better than him, she needs to absorb a lot more from him. And so she's not ready to leave her father go. And she doesn't have an heir from Batman yet. So she's not ready to let Batman go either. But I don't know if I believe that's because of some like unrequited, deep seated love for Batman or, or devotion to her father. I think it's very userous. And I think that's completely mm-hmm. consistent with her character in these early stories. Right.
2: Yeah. Harry, I, I does that.
0: she, does she really love him? Either of them? I, I mean, you said, you said it already,
2: which is she loves him in her way. Right. I think it's more genuine maybe than maybe free has giving a credit for, but like, she is still <gasps> what she is, which is a opportunist kind of like creature of, slight villainy and design and xyz yeah. um that well it, it's the next issue more so but there is like a scene next issue that where she has which is uh very bizarre and incongruous with what we're describing now but uh we'll get to that
1: um yeah you don't get credit from me for being in love and all that nonsense
2: <laughs> I, I don't buy that what, what's your hey.
1: what's your what, what's your ulterior motive? Nobody falls in love just because. That's weird.
2: I admire your cynicism. I think it's a healthy thing to have.
0: Yes. Well, let's move on now to what I have to say feels like non-required reading, but I, you know, I'm just one member of this panel. Uh, In a three-part story, sort of, even though it skips over a few issues, from Detective Comics 485 in August, September 1979, and then 489 and 490 from April and May, of 1980 at this point detective comics is a very different kind of book it's like a 100 page spectacular every single month it has a ton of features in it they're not all batman features um so this is you you don't need to go and read the whole issues there's not even other batman stories in the issues you just need these issues which are in this tales of the demon trade and so it starts out with a story called the vengeance vow where the original kate kane who coincidentally enough we saw in black case case book uh is slain by seemingly bronze tiger and his flunkies, but there's levels. So Ra's al Ghul mm-hmm. appears as he tends to do when there's a dead body mm-hmm. and informs Batman that the order came from Sensai, <laughs> uh, the leader of the League of Assassins. But Batman's no longer willing to play on Ra's al Ghul's team at this point, I think rightfully so. And it really mm-hmm. kind of turns out that Ra's al Ghul just wants to reclaim the League from Sensai, but then at the same time, Sensai's planning a thing in Gotham. And as always with these characters, there's this sense of like, does Ra's al Ghul actually really just want all of this to happen and he's just playing Batman? Is there any truth to it at all? Um, because ultimately he does kind of get what he wants at the end of the story. So Frio, what did you think about this story with Bronze Tiger, Sensei, and a fight over the rulership of the League of Assassins?
1: This was a little bit of a letdown compared to what we have been seeing. And there was a lot of fights, a lot of like fun moments and stuff like that. This kind of goes back to your generic, uh, like, you know, Batman story, let's (laughs) just say. Yeah. And um, I wasn't also sure if Sansai was also a character from Batman Begins. So I was actually looking for (laughs) that, like, you know, because he kind of looked it. But
2: he is a character that shows up in Grant Morrison's run. And we will get to that Okay. Later.
1: Okay. All right. But the thing is, like, yeah, but overall, it just, like, it seems like another repeat of the thing, but they didn't necessarily have the firepower to go after it. Like, you know, like, to make it memorable.
0: Yeah, creatively. It's, like, it's just lacking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah lacking well, it, the lacking the thing. And I feel like it's just there because, okay, this is, like, the other Bat- raz appearance that's pretty much mm-hmm. the reason for it to be there um and then also like the uh, tiger person turned out to be someone different like you know someone like you know because they're like oh now you know where this character has been after like you know came from something else i'm like great so yeah like you know overall <laughs> it just left me a
0: little cold harry any comments to make on this one so yeah i mean i
2: i agree with you for the most part freeha I, I think the issue a little bit is you know we have we picked a trade that has all of these razor ghoul stories and they are all of a type. So yes. eventually, especially after that three-parter with the uh the the skiing and the and the chair the hairy man god thing and like the scorpion, like that was like a that's kind of the pinnacle I feel the peak and this is all like kind of coming down from that. Uh so there are more parts I liked. I like that Sensei showed up cuz he's a big part of um the resurrection of Razor Ghoul storyline and um, i like seeing bronze tiger because he's actually if i'm remembering right uh he's a fairly notable part of the tom king batman run and know. beyond that uh i like this because this was a a fight scene where B- batman like got got like they fought and it did not go super well for him
0: yeah i, which, I really know, enjoy all these fights where batman just yeah. gets the crap beat out of him. like let's you, see you don't it's only fun to see yeah. a character win when you get to see them lose sometimes
2: you don't see it a lot, I agree, and I I think we're differing in that I do we've talked about last episode, but I do like the the master planner Batman when it's positioned in the right heightened kind of stakes rather than just like sucking the conflict out of a comic. Um in any case, uh, I agree. This is, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but we've just read a bunch of pretty dope Ra's Hill stories, and this was like a pretty okay one.
1: I kind of wish that it was kind of le- like, you know, put in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Even though, I mean, it, ultimately, it, ultimately, it like you know, it's not like continuity. Like it doesn't take away from anything, but I wish it was mm-hmm. kind of, so that we left on a high rather than, um,
0: huh, okay,
2: sure. It also you know Neil Adams isn't drawing it. it's a different thing. It's not like the art's bad, but like you can even just feel it's just it's like not the same,
0: hmm. right. I guess that I feel like with this story, you have to bring a lot of outside interpretation to make it really click. Kind of like the the diamonds aspect of the last story, especially with like there's a scientist and they're going to make a localized earthquake, which like, you know, are things that recur later in Batman again. So it's not like it's totally Mm. not connected to Batman, but it just really feels like you have to stretch a lot farther. And if I'm stretching, I feel like this is a, um, a duet with the, the brain story that we talked about last episode, because it's mm-hmm. kind of like showing that Razal Ghul is making moves beyond moves beyond moves. Like he's not only the demon, he's also vying for control of the League of Assassins. He's also caring about troop movements in Southeast Asia. And he's also effectively trying to assassinate this. What is it? Like a peace talk? It's, it's got a lot of like religious. Sure figures that have been drawn to Gotham, you know, in the way that there's like a Camp David talk where they invite people from all around the globe to come and be safe. And, and whether Sensei wants to kill them or Roz wants to kill them or both. Ultimately, they almost are all killed and a number of them get killed enough so that Roz might have got what he wanted. So my kind of fan wank on it, cause at the end, it gets very confusing. One <laughs> of them runs into the building, another, right, runs the building, another guy, one runs out like the building, another one runs in. And then Batman's like, it's all been lost. I'm like, it's just a building that exploded. It's not like, it's not like a skyscraper, like pick up a, an eye, a beam and look underneath of <laughs> it, at Bruce. Um, but, uh, but it's kind of just felt, it was another one to me where like Ra's Al Ghul will always get what he wants and he will make you help him get what he wants. And you will think that you were fighting against him or on his side or something. And it turns out that you just help like Batman ultimately helps him get what he wants. That, that was my takeaway.
2: And, and most notably, uh, you know, there is a scene where Batman beats on lurk a little bit and he says, <laughs> how are you feeling? Terrible. I hope, which is just, it seems mean. It just seems like a little meanness coming from Batman to this ah. poor guy. Who's just working for us. Cool. Oh, I don't man. know. I'm gonna keep doing this whenever he shows up. This is my think, mountain.
0: much like the theories about James Bond, that Ubu is a ceremonial title rather than a specific <laughs> person? I'm so yeah. serious.
2: No, I agree. Lurk hasn't reached the point where he can be crowned Ubu. Yeah, he's, he's not. not there he's yet. just
0: not an Ubu yet. I think is the problem. And then uh. it's,
1: it's and it, so, but the thing is, like, oh no, he only uses Lazarus pit for himself though. So it's not
0: or like, pretty ladies yeah that's oh, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> oh, get there in a second oh good lord our yeah. our,
1: our 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 jason
0: uh, oh. that guy yeah okay. uh, so, what spoilers Comics. oh well,
1: yeah that's right <laughs> i mean i i
0: literally had never known that okay so um, oh, one.
1: wait you don't know red
0: hood i know who red hood is but i don't know maybe like one time in the run of red hood they referenced how he got brought back but i don't that's now. not so a piece of information that I have done.
1: So just just go ahead and read, um, sorry, watch the, Under the Red Hood. Under the Red the, Hood. It's a good the animated movie. movie. Not you know, the, if not,
0: HBO Max the, was available in my country,
1: uh, I would be happy you know, to watch that movie. Genuinely yeah, a really,
2: really, really good DC
1: It's movie. a really good, and I think it's, it's based on the book to a lot of degree, but the book mm. is actually not that good. But it's it's it comes from that.
0: Well, I have to say, so we're transitioning now from the early 80s to later in the 80s as we go to the Demon Trilogy. And first, let me just say, there are other Talia al Ghul and Ra's al Ghul appearances. Not a lot, but there are others that are not part of this. We're not trying to do a chronological read of everything that they've ever appeared in. These are the ones that DC has conferred importance upon by collecting them and and giving them obvious titles, and so we're reading them for that reason. Uh, but yes. the other thing I want to say is now I kind of just wanna read a bunch of Batman, a feeling I've never had in my life before. So I actually was thinking before we get to the Mars and stuff, just on my own, not for the show, I might mm-hmm. go back and read or reread, because I've read some of them before, like Lonely Place of Dying and Death in the Family. I mean, I'm not gonna like tackle like Nightfall. Oh I was, whoa, 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 I was thinking Jim I'm,
1: Starling, Jim Starling, Death of the Family.
0: Yeah. dead in the family. I just think no, I might I can, read I, like a I can, couple. I can save you
1: from that. I could save. You from <laughs>
0: I might that. have it in floppies. Actually, I I might just read like a couple big Batman arcs. I'm kind of on a roll now. I'm like, yeah, let's. So, uh, so this is this, this is yeah. a
1: very this is a very common thing that happens to anyone who reads Batman because you're like, <laughs> I hate Batman. I'm not gonna read it, and then you read Batman, then you just keep on reading Batman, and you cannot well, stop reading like, Batman. Facts it happened to me three times.
2: <laughs> there's it happens so, to be
1: three times.
2: There's so many Batman comics. A bunch of them are really good, just by like law of averages almost. Because so many people have. <laughs> exactly. Worked on this comic.
1: That's so it's not necessarily Batman is good. It's because the law of average. Because <laughs> I, of that. I just it's think there's good. like
0: I, these these are reminding me that there is a secret sweet spot that's yeah. From the Bronze Age and just briefly post-crisis before he gets, like, really mean and grim and I, like, s- stop liking it as much. And that's... I bring this up because we're about to read Son of the, the Demon, which is in September 1987, which places it firmly post-crisis. Which means... And Batman really is not changed all that much by crisis, ultimately, yeah. compared to Superman and Wonder Woman. Um And this occupies an interesting, like, is it or is it not in continuity space. I'm not here to be your DC continuity cop. I don't know, nor do I care. My theory of DC continuity is Grant Morrison's theory, which is that it matters when you need it to matter. And Grant Morrison does need some of these story details to matter at points in their run. And so that is why we are reading them. This one especially. So we keep calling it the Demon Trilogy. We're reading it. Um, We got a trade digitally called Batman Birth of the Demon, but there's other ways to get it. And it has son, bride, and birth of the demon in it but the first one son of the demon if you only want to read one and you want to read the best one in my opinion um, Mm -hmm. I don't know we'll hear from the other two in a moment Um, Mm -hmm. this is the one to read like this is like really good original graphic noveling from the late 80s people love all of these you know Arkham Asylum and all these I don't have time for that stuff this is what I want I want like a geopolitical thriller with Batman um, that reminds me more almost of Freya like Longbow Hunters that, that kind of tone from mm-hmm. from like Grow Green Arrow, this this feels like that. So um, I guess I'll summarize the plot in a second. But let me just open it up to the floor. Is this good? Am I am I speaking sense here? So no. this
2: <laughs> this comic starts off with a put a bad taste in my mouth by falling into like the super. 80s grim dark thing of like, yeah. we're gonna threaten a pregnant woman with rape, and it's like, okay, I feel <sighs> yeah. like we are so beyond this kind of juvenile ass storytelling. But uh, I think this is a great book, I think it's really fun. I think Batman and Roz are like the ultimate level of like bro dumb with each other, which is really funny to read. And I think the art's really good. I really enjoy the the Jerry Birmingham art, Bingham, sorry, Jerry Bingham, Bingham. art, yeah. it's really um. The colors are really nice. It's got that nice kind of classic thing. Um, it, it just, I was really more impressed by the art in this. And I think the story was like fine to like pretty good. Um, but yeah, I had a good time reading this. I won't lie. I got a little confused where it fits in with Grant Morrison's book. Um, I But then I just stopped caring because <laughs> whatever, it's
0: comics. No, it's like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good time. Yeah. So yeah no, was it a was it good comic book?
1: No. I mean, the fact that <laughs> Talia mattered to, uh, mattered to uh, Bruce when she became pregnant and stopped mattering when he, she wasn't. Uh, no.
2: Sorry. Uh-uh. I won't lie no. in this moment. I did forget about that wrinkle. That was super. Dumb.
1: No, that is, that is <laughs> super dumb. That is, and the that. thing is that you talk about like a DC continuity, which matter. Go watch Batman and Son animated movie. That, that is the origin of Damien. That, that is actually what is in, it's based on Grant Morrison, Rod. So that is what matters. Like, you know, to me, that's what matters. Like, there's so much more to it. And then also, Raz is saying that how he fought for the Allied force, he didn't, because death and the maiden, where he's shown as being a a Nazi. And how he sent sent his other daughter, (laughs) whose name is Nisa, Nisa Ratko, to concentration camp, because she moved away from him for, like, you know, when he was trying to... like you know, kill all the people and everything. Did, um,
2: it did is Br- said Brub- in New wrote that
1: no, Greg Rucka. Yeah. So it's okay, read, that sounds it's like a my... real
2: sounds like a Rucker Brubaker thing, yeah. It's, like a, it's, it's really
1: good. It's it's Greg Rucka and Klaus Jensen. Um, and it's set in New Art, I don't know what that means in DC World, but it's like a super good, um, like you know, Raz and his family dynamic thing to me. That's canon, that's what he is. The I do not. I do not understand this Tal- Talia who sends his, her son to an orphanage. What? No, that, What? what is that story? I don't understand this. So to me, this was like a complete, I'm like, no, reject. Non-canon. This did not happen. I did not read this.
0: I have so much to say about all of <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, so yeah. all this conversation so far has been focused on pretty much the first scene and the last scene of the book. So let me just <laughs> fill in a little bit of the middle. So Batman breaks up a raid on a chemical warehouse, which has some really unfortunate peak eighties. Let's threaten the pregnant woman. Just, just skip. Mm-hmm. You can honestly just cast mm-hmm. these pages. Um So Doctor Blaine, who we met in an earlier adventure to the Swiss Alps, has been killed, yeah. and he leaves a dying message that seems to implicate Razal Ghul, who Talia at this time thinks is dead. So Batman and Talia fly to Razal Ghul's base, only to discover he's alive and he's got a Lazarus pit, which. um And Razakul basically, like, turns Batman to his side in a... This is why I liked it. Because he's Mm -hmm. like, there's this guy who used to be part of my organization who hates me. And not only does he hate me, but he's not trying to... He doesn't have, like, the sheen of positivity that Ra's al sometimes, like, wants to bring some benefit to some people. <laughs> this yeah. guy is just, like, a straight-up terrorist. And and he was implicated in the the murder of Talia's mother. Do we totally believe that? Maybe not. Um. And so I need you to join my team. And it turns out that, like, Batman winds up, like, really joining Ra's al team and, like, living with Talia and, like, actually consummating their relationship. Training his people? Yeah, in nonviolence. <laughs> He's like, I can teach your people to be yeah. good. So, again, kind of connections to the movies a little bit. And then ultimately, this guy Cain, although it's spelled like Quayin, but it's pronounced the Kane. dumbest
2: name. The let's dumbest not, idea. Let's not judge. Dumb. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I'm reasoning for the name. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. name
0: myself about the biblical Cain, but make it sound kind of Asian. That's the tough It's Asian part. fusion. Kane. And so <laughs> right. he. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going on for a long time. It's a long graphic novel. He's going to take over a U.S. weather satellite to like hold the world hostage. <laughs> but then Raza Ghul kind of also wants the weather satellite. And Batman is like kind of trying to keep it out of Raza Ghul's hands because he knows that Raza Ghul has the capacity to be a really terrible person and he doesn't really want him to. So this is what I appeal to. I kind of like skip the early scenes and skip the late scenes on much because like I like this internationally flavored anti-terrorist Batman. That excites me. Um, so let me stop there and see if anybody wants to talk about that part of the plot. And then I'll come back to my Talia stuff.
2: So quick little details. I mean, so much of this story is fun because of the the trappings, just the weird little details that they have. Like uh, Batman gets invited to dinner and Roz is like, you're not eating. He's like, I can't eat under false pretenses. What do you want? And, <laughs> and they're at this table that's issue...
0: like a mile long. <laughs> yes. And Talia's just kind of in the middle, slightly uh, more in terms of the Batman side. Like It's
2: <laughs> such a funny scene. So then they consummate their relationship. Uh, the, Batman and Talia have sex in their room and I'm looking at the room which is very lavish and this room is full of birds there are so many birds (gasps) in this room where Damian Wayne (laughs) yeah go back like when they're in the scene there is like a crane there are parrots there are so many birds and it's really fun Uh, God knows the noise is, that's why there's birds. To try not to know, yeah, to be considerate of others just to hear bird talk. Uh yeah. but yeah, no, like And then really, someone tried way, to
1: someone tried yeah. to creep on them and then Raz is like, get out of here.
2: <laughs> that was another issue. That was a lurk. He, yeah. Oh my gosh,
0: there are birds everywhere. There's so yeah.
2: many birds in the in that sex room. And like the, what, in (laughs) in actual seriousness. We usually call that the
0: honeymoon suite, but okay. We could also call (laughs) it the sexual. It's okay. Come on. All right. Yeah. But but in in all seriousness. Also peak eighties, sunken. It's a room with like a steps down Mm -hmm. to a sunken, um, lounge and it's all carpeted and the bed is in the sunken. I mean, peak eighties interior design. Yeah. yeah.
2: In in all seriousness, like this feels like a vaguely out of continuity story, just for like how easily and like earnestly Batman joins Ra's team and just gets yeah. right. But the thing is, it's kind of fun and awesome. Where they're just like playing chess, and Batman's just like, I, I hope I, they're both just like, yeah, I hope we don't ever be enemies again. We're enjoying this. Like there's like a real, like an actual, like noticeable camaraderie, and it's just you know, it's just it's kind of bizarre because it, Batman's usually never this like trusting of. Raz al Ghul but like it's fun it's just like a fun interesting thing
1: a surefire way to get a one star from Faria is like Mm -hmm. if there is rape if Mm -hmm. there's a threat of rape Mm -hmm. if there is a woman just became important because she's pregnant because of her Mm -hmm. pregnancy that makes it pregnant and then at the end she's made to relinquish that child for whatever nonsensical reason
2: it All four truly, of those
1: elements are present it is here.
2: Truly bizarre how hard Batman goes for like I am committed to justice and stopping bad guys. And the minute oh. gets pregnant, he's like I care about literally nothing. And- but the and sake of this frail woman it, in his eyes, you know. Yeah,
1: and then and then here's the thing: it makes sense for where he is from and all of that. Like, you know, if you if you just look at the Lego Batman movie, you will see why that matters to him so much. So it actually makes sense, but none of that emotional beats were there. It was just suddenly he was like all about it, and then he even like pushes her aside even though she has an agenda of why she wants to murder like you know or kill this person mm-hmm. and he's he, like her everything about her was pushed aside and to me it's like any story that does that is i don't care on all the other like you know other fun things that's happening it's just an it 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 map i i get i just become so blind to that i was like no no I try better even... do better
2: I can't even argue with you and i know this goes against the spirit of what you're saying but i'm looking at a page here where raz al Ghul and batman are sitting in like a mead hall drinking flasks of like ale and yeah, you can do both you know
1: and, and here's yeah. the thing you can do both you can do mm-hmm. that and at the same time give the women who have give the women who yeah. have shown so far to have like a lot of agency her agency. This is not the origin of Damien. And if this is the origin of Damien that is in the Batman, well, okay, Morrison, so Batman the Morrison, Batman, then I'm going to say I'm no, no. I'm ready to st- walk away from No, that's from the thing. It's,
2: it's not, though. Exactly. It's, like, it's exactly. not. It's like exactly. this is not, unless I'm totally misreading this and remembering it wrong, which I very well may be, but like this is not this is origin. not the
1: origin this is not the origin of damien this is not the this is not the talia this ta- like i have i don't know what talia this is because i don't the talia that i know will oh. never give up the her son like this
0: but here so okay. it just so i here's the thing i first of all Freya and i have a very similar opinion about any kind of book that threatens sexual assault mm-hmm. at all no, i do too whatsoever. it's super gross. and I just, really beca- it. just because it was like in the intro and i literally just paged past it like i some, like, if I can just skip those two pages and keep reading rather than it being a central plot point, like, sometimes I can, I can get by, but usually it's like an instant drop. But here's the thing mm. about the stuff at the end of the issue. I read it as Talia having full agency. Talia's yeah. in control. She, she lies is. to Batman that she lost the baby to make Batman feel bad. And then later Batman comes because she knows who he is and he's losing his parents and she's manipulating him. Then Batman comes back and she's like, I don't think we can be together right now. And Batman's like, I'm so sorry. And he leaves again. And then all she does is finds a baby to send her necklace with to like, in case Batman's ever looking for a lead. We don't know if that's her baby. This is Talia. She lies as easily as she breathes. This to me was like the the peak the climax of like all of the manipulations that talia was doing all along and all those other stories we read and like even if it's not canon i needed this here to show to show myself like talia is the one who's in charge see even if it gets totally erased or we find out that it was fake or it was never a story or it's not canon like i i actually needed this to see her bring her plans to with bruce to fruition see i
2: think that's totally correct i just also think like the characterization of batman is still like so blockheaded at the same time but yeah there's definitely right. like, she's and- ma- but she is manipulating she is doing things I, I do think she has agency in this and like i kind of felt like the 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 subvert the scheming and the actual like plotting more in this even know they're not outwardly saying it more than i have in the other issues which i liked
1: I, I just I still just don't I mean the, no, you're, the you're, moment she raised moment a lot she, of
2: good points
1: moment <laughs> she's like became pregnant she's all of a sudden the most important thing in his life and the thing is like why like you know why
0: because is stupid he's a bad character that's the
2: he's just and, a
1: bonehead and I get that and here's this is what <laughs> he's we a talked bonehead about, you know we talked about it before where it's like when you use stereotype the same stereotype again and again and when you're actually using it in a justifiable way it stopped ma- mattering to me because it's like I've seen this nonsense before you know i've seen this nonsense happen to women before women character before we have already talked about it. how there is lack of women in these issues and then whichever one you got you throw you you settle them with stereotypical plots and everything and then it it just like that because okay even if it's like this is not damien if it's some random baby why even have that why even have that thing just send like just, just don't even bring that up like it just like all of it combined is like okay if you're looking at a surface level what is this and if you're looking at like in another another level of okay why is that even a thing like why like anyway like none of the, so if the if the whole point was to just get the baby get get a baby out of him don't even say that i'm pregnant just don't say anything <laughs> just be like hey yeah you know what i just realized we can't be together
2: I took it more as you know, it couldn't be when she saw how incredibly overprotective and like adult he became once. He, he did she did realize
1: that before like you know I don't know I mean I I just I don't know I just did not buy this I mean to me I was like Egh.
0: I mean, I ultimately think that it's really interesting that we have three subtly different takes on this issue. Like I came hmm. away and I, Free, and I read a lot of comics together that we don't make broadcasts about. Um, right. mm-hmm. And often we really agree on this stuff. But this one to me, I just felt I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be cool because Free is going to feel different because Tali is actually in charge of the whole thing. But like it didn't yeah. come out that way to everybody, which is no, totally know, fine I mean, that it didn't. But no, I think that that no, is I mean, part of what's interesting about it.
1: Yeah, every time every time a woman gets pregnant in the comics, I'm like, this is not gonna end. Yeah, I'm usually I like have this no, is bullshit.
0: Mm. It is male like, spider, always male authors. Like, it's always male authors who are like, oh, we're gonna make uh, her pregnant now because motherhood. I'm like, shut up. How yeah, can exactly. just have a female it's, that doesn't care at all one way or the other about motherhood?
1: And that's what Talia is. That's what Batman and Son is. Animated movie. She does not care. This is like it's a weapon to her. Like Damien is a this. weapon. Yeah, we'll Damien, movie before Damien is that. a weapon so. to her, and then she could not ca- c- take care of him because of Slade Wilson if attacks her, attacks Damian because Raz was actually grooming him to be the next, uh, next Raz or like next, and then well, this is actually drawn as,
0: from Morrison, so let's yeah. like, get into the right. we we'll get get it. It. Oh, oh,
1: okay. Well, in that case, I love Morrison's run already if this, <laughs> it is from there because uh, that's 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 what happened. Right,
0: well, and then anyway. maybe we'll watch the ex- movie ex- as as a as a uh, bonus special episode. Do you know who I wasn't expecting
2: to see in this comic? Um, Gorbachev and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh that my was God. a bit of a twist. I was like, that's not like a fake president. That is that is Gorbachev and United States President Ronald Reagan in this comic, which was, pretty, you're right, Peter, like just like this, the kind of like globe trotting, like geopolitical <laughs> intrigue. And that's all super fun. This is a insane like mishmash of a book, but like weirdly, I feel like the art kind of brings it home for me.
0: Now we're going to just briefly talk about Batman: Bride of the Demon and Birth of the Demon from 1990 and 1992, respectively. And here's why: it's clear that this may or may not be in continuity, and I think that these have more of a thematic link to Morrison than they have any specific plot link. Although I don't know for sure. Uh, so we read them because they were packaged this way, but we're not going to go in deep on these the way that we went in deep on that last one. So Batman: Bride of the Demon is from December 1990. It's another original graphic novel. Razal Ghul is defending an Antarctic base where he has a new Lazarus pit and he is obsessed with having a male heir all of a sudden not that Talia hasn't proven to be incredibly effective thus far um, and so he the plan just goes crazy he wants to abduct a faded film star to rejuvenate her to youth because she is the perfect woman for him to have this male heir with <laughs> meanwhile he needs this climate scientist who's going to help him restore the ozone see Razal Ghul cares about the environment but the resulting greenhouse gases will kill everyone else on earth um, but he doesn't really care because he won't be killed down in the arctic uh, and of course that all gets foiled the scientist dies batman intercedes the plan doesn't happen etc 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 here's the one interesting thing i took away from this because we are seriously not going to talk about the whole story we're just not it's very much a story about the way people it's fathers and sons which i think is going to be a big part of marson's run from what i remember about it we have raza right. ghul obsessed all of a sudden with having a son which we haven't really seen in the other stories we've read so far we have um the scientist who's really close with his son who travels around with them to all these military things and first the son is thought to be killed then the scientist is killed and we kind of get both sides of that and then finally I think most interestingly, we have kind of a pre-Robin Tim Drake here who's kind of still learning the ropes. And so there's implication that Batman has just lost Jason Todd pretty recently. And Tim Drake tries to get involved in this and Batman, like, freaks out about tim drake being involved and is like no no i'm doing this myself you're not ready you're not a robin you know and Mm -hmm. so i just thought that ultimately this this occupies a really interesting thematic space that goes with the mars and stuff which is kind of like fathers who want sons fathers who have sons fathers who've lost sons and how that changes their kind of behavior. And it really makes it interesting to look at that all through the perspective of the two women in this plot, which is Talia and this faded film star. So without getting into the story, because it's really not worth recapping, any thoughts on the kind of father and son content here? And and that's it. <laughs>
2: I think this is one of those situations where you describing the themes and kind of like some kind of resonance there is more fun than actually reading it. Uh, <laughs> where it's just like, I don't mean that in a bad way. I didn't, I didn't hate this book, but it's, it's very, very blah, not to get super, uh, high, high minded here. Um, I mean, it's interesting. Yes. I mean, you, you're correct where like Bruce's res- kind of feelings about Tim Drake and, the scientist's reactions to his son and then raz for his child i mean that that is all there i agree i still don't think this is a very good book um (laughs) i think the art's kind of fine i think the um i think the raz al ghul outfit is atrocious it's easily the worst he's had where he's got like this v-neck going down to his like his belly button and and more so this book kind of also just takes a like uh Oh, in the past, they've had some kind of respect and like camaraderie, but now it's personal, and Roz is going to be all serious, and that just kind of like removes some of the fun of this relationship. I feel um, that's about all I have to say about it. I, I, this was hard to get through. Um, Talia's outfit is also just, I think, just straight up like a bikini, yeah, um, yeah, and, which is it's just there's just a lot of like just weird, like mannerisms and tendencies from this time period without a lot of prose this is like the bad kind of 80s thing um that's freehouse please uh you know this the, the 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 page where tim drake is right running in on the the moving penny is really fun it's like a good turn the page moment to see tim drake just like running on this giant penny through the bat cave <laughs> uh, but freeha please save me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know i mean the, to be honest i kind of came from the previous uh, story with such a sour taste like that when I sure. got here and then I saw Talia in a bikini I was just done it's <laughs> I, really I it's really egregious I'm looking at because it because it's it's just it just like you know it just not not only just egregious from the from the get up point of view but also from how Raz is talking to her because all this time that we have noticed this is not the dynamic or the relationship that they have unless between at some point because she let Batman go now Raz is upset with her if that's 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 the way I'm supposed to read it. And because of that, now she's supposed to be in a bikini, which like the whole aspect of it and knowing that how they're supposed to be coming from a non-white country and then all of that. So it's like, what is the implication of that? I mean the the whole thing. I mean, the, to be honest, Peter summarizing it was far more entertaining than reading the whole graphic novel. Because to Take be honest, compliment. I did not <laughs> I did not notice about all the son father thing. I was like, oh yeah, men being men again, wanting sons. Like you know, that's how I was looking at it. But Peter summarized it so much better. So I'm like, you know what, that was good.
0: And also, yeah, I, I mean. I don't tend to go for the father-son stuff too, too hard. Like, I know that I'm a parent and so people think that, like, that appeals to me. But a lot of times I'm like, whatever, bullshit. Like, I tend to be much more into, like, father-daughter and and mother-son because it doesn't Mm -hmm. have that implied. Like, oh, we're close because of gender. I need a son to (laughs) be my gender. Like, I I have no interest in that whatsoever. But I think it was interesting just because of how different the three relationships were. And, like, they're all broken in their way about the expectations of what it means to be a parent or what it should mean to be a parent. And then also you have the contrast of Talia like talking about her mother who she didn't even really get to know and that Razal al Ghul just like wants another bride now. And so I just thought that that like added an interesting component. But the thing that was critically missing for me, and I think you both touched it, is nobody mm-hmm. really feels like they have a very interesting amount of agency. It feels like this story is happening to them. Tali especially, which is why I'm yeah. here. But even like Batman, even Razal al Ghul, it just feels like very, they're in a shoot. There's no moment like in that last one where it's like they're desperately trying to deprogram the weather satellite. Like there's just no moment like that. This, it, like the scientist dies and it doesn't even seem to matter because raza's ghoul's like still gonna do his climate thing that he's gonna do so it, it's got the international thing it's got the ecoterrorism thing but it's like missing the actual agency for their characters and it's missing the moment that's actually high stakes all of the stuff is kind of just about people dying and then not dying and them putting them in the lazarus pit and out of the lazarus pit and there's no like moment of um of real weight and importance it does Kind of established some Lazarus Pit mechanics, which I'm sure had been in some other comics at this point. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that's Bride of the Demon. Hooray! So then we have Birth of the Demon, which I cannot possibly recommend that any human being reads. Uh, <laughs> it. It. Uh, yes, Harry. <laughs>
2: I'm just looking through the pages right now, and I th- I really like Norm Bray Fogel, so like I think the art's pretty good. But that's uh, that's all. I- that's li- literally the only comment I have.
0: Well, here's the thing. So this like Sorry baited that. and switched. No, you don't have to apologize we're on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this <laughs> baited and switched me because it starts out with Batman pouring all of his resources into lo- locating Ra's al Ghul and his potential Lazarus pits and learning the history of them, which I'm like. F yes, let's go. I'm ready. Like this is the story I've been building up to all this time. Right. It feels like what we said we were going to get from Bruce Wayne, rest in peace. Right. So then he yeah. goes to one of them, and Talia is there. I'm like, yes, yes <laughs> again, yes. And they like find this buried manuscript, and I'm like, I at this point, I'm like on the edge of my seat. I have my whole fist in my mouth. I'm like, oh, this is. I'm like, re- I'm like ready for this to finally take me all the way to where I want to go with this Lazarus Pit stuff, and then. The middle hundred pages of this comic book happen. <laughs> and it's uh, it's like a deleted scene from Arabian Nights of Raza al Ghul. It's so bad. I mean, it, it's somebody help me. So, did anyone else get through the whole thing? I no, skimmed. No.
1: Yeah, I well,
2: skimmed
0: through it. Well, I guess it's down to it. me, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I skimmed through it, and I looked at the art, and then as soon as the Arabian Nights started to happen, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no.
2: Oh, I no. Oh, I'm having yeah. a great time skimming through because the art is so good. It's but, beautiful. Like, oh it yeah, normally, the art—it's incredible. Art
1: art. Is, art is gorgeous, but the thing is, like you know, I—I'm I, saying that I am more interested into Raza's backstory from Death and the Maiden because that she is.
0: I yeah, know. that Maybe is. Maybe we should so try to read that for next week. I don't know. Yeah, no that is. No listeners, no problem. Mm-hmm.
1: That that is that is so that is like you know a very like it's a it's a modern. It kind of doesn't like you know put him in like a, some kind of um, what you call it like a stereotype. It's it's completely different. It's a lot of immortal being things going on. It's, it, it's uh, To me, I'm picking that as my continuity just because I <laughs> Yeah, I have to.
0: no idea if anybody takes this right. seriously in continuity. I will try my best like, to summarize it, but I don't even think I could put it But yeah I'm, on right. yeah, I'm here to watch Peter's
1: reaction. So okay. go for it, Peter. The so, floor oh, is yours.
0: Okay, okay. So about a thousand years ago, in the desert, there is a settlement with a ruler who's as temperamental as any ruler you might expect to have and his mm-hmm. son who is a straight up Asshole douchebag of the highest sure. degree. And One he's friends with the physician of the village. And the physician's a pretty good guy, super devoted to his wife. Um, and the prince is just terrible. He'll like run down people in the village just because their horse race chased them through the village. It's terrible. And so what happens is a number of things. They kill this old lady in the village in their horse race. The son gets sick because he caught um germs from some traveling merchants. And the ruler is like, you've gotta do something to save my son. But at the same time, um the person whose old lady mom died is like, I'm gonna kill you because you were with the prince when my old lady mom died. This all drives the person who we eventually realizes Razal Ghul to make his first Lazarus pit. Specifically to bring the sun back to life after he has a vision in the desert about it, but the sun goes berserk as people sometimes do when they come from the Lazarus pit and kills the physician's wife, which leads the physician to like lose his mind. But then the king tries to punish him for what no one is sure. And eventually he runs away. It turns out the physician was actually from the the raiders slash merchants this whole time. And he tried to make it big to, like, break out from the family and be a doctor instead of just being a silk trader or a a desert raider. And so they hatch a plot to get revenge on the king and his son. And ultimately, Rosalghul realized he has realized the the secret to enduring life. So he's going to take the place of this demon sculpture that they used to hold in, in veneration. And both he... And notably, the guy whose mom he killed and his uncle from the raiding party all wind up having eternal life and using the Lazarus Pits until much later they have a falling out. Because why would you want to hang out with the same three guys for 800 years? (laughs) And after the falling out, it's when Ra's al Ghul kind of goes on his full-on solo supervillain. And the note that Batman discovered in the sand was a note from one of the other guys who was being immortal with him all this time that he eventually has a falling out with. It just felt like a bad version of Greg Rook as the old guard. <laughs> <Damn>. So <laughs> I
1: feel like Death and the Maiden falls right after this. Really? It it does, because I mean, from what right. I'm remembering, so please I pardon me, those. you know. Yes, just me tell because us, because we're not going to read yeah, it. This is, yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, it came, it, it'd been a while, because I think it kind of, Recaps some of his old things, but the thing is, it's, like, kind of, like, last 200 years where he has been and what he's Oh, yeah, he's that's kind of where
0: this leaves off-ish.
1: Right. Like, yeah. you know, and especially the fact that he becomes a Nazi, and he's becoming a Nazi kind of follows, like, you know, a lot of other immortal... Supervillain becoming nazis because they are like they don't necessarily agree with the like they i mean they agree with the philosophy they don't necessarily care for hitler if you know what i mean that whole idea and then he had another daughter and that daughter had a broken uh, like you know but he sends the daughter to concentration camp that is one thing i I remember like you know so so the thing is like and that was like and she actually tries to save talia like you know it's like oh you you should not be with him, but that there was like a whole thing. So it feels like it just comes right after that. But the thing is, you p- summarizing all of that, I was like, well, that sounds good.
0: No, don't read it.
1: First, <laughs> it's
0: like, it's no, 120 yeah. pages and this stuff it's, goes on forever. I mean, at one point they put him in a cage with his dead wife and they bury him underground in it. It's, it's bad. Uh, it's bad.
2: Yeah. This um, art's really good though. I'm the looking art at it is now, amazing. But, no, I'm not going to read it. <laughs>
0: There's two things to take away from this story, two and a half. One, Talia swears she is not that old. She's like my, maybe we'd already kind of learned this, but she like really swears to Batman that she's the age that she appears to be. Two, Ra's uncle has been having visions of some kind of demon bat this whole time. And ultimately he confronts them at this Lazarus pit. They have a knife fight. One or both of them dies, but Batman is clearly killed. And Ra and he and Talia seemingly leaves him in the Lazarus pit. So he wakes up alone in the desert and nobody is there. I have no idea if this is canonical. I don't think anybody should read it. I'm just reporting on the facts. <laughs> reporting on the facts. Well, <laughs> reporting on the facts that this. I'm happened. not going
2: to say my life was improved by learning all this, but I'm <laughs> glad the way you told it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I I, I'm just all about. I'm, I'm here for that. This.
0: Maybe we should have like a sideshow where we just read like deeply bad and problematic old comics, and then we try to <laughs> recap them in ways that make people want to read them. But then we're like, but don't read. So, so that's our that is the end of our Morrison preparation. We kicked around a lot of other ideas. We actually had our whole group of friends suggest all of their favorite Batman stories, some of which were mm-hmm. covered in the Razagul. Um, Tales, trade paperback, but some of which we didn't get to. We had people suggest other things they thought were influential on Marson. Ultimately, we would like to read some Marson. So if, you know, who knows? You, you might read them. We might refer to them. We could, we could maybe at the end have some recommendations, but it is time y'all to read some Grant Marson Batman. So for next issue, next episode. The sort of prelude is material from 52, the series 52, 30 and That's 47. Right. You don't have to read them. We'll read them and we'll talk about them. But what you're going to definitely want to read for next time is the Batman and Son story from, uh, is it Detective or is it Batman? No, I'm confused. It's from Batman. It's from Bat- Batman 655 600. to 658. Yeah. And then there's other assorted stories that are usually collected along with that from 663 to the easy to remember number 666. So if you're reading on your own to keep up with us, what you should know is start reading your Grant Morrison Batman omnibus. Stop at issue 666 when you are finished that. The mark of the demon. And that's where we're going through next episode.
2: This is definitely, you know, this this first act of Morrison's big run is definitely establishing a lot of things and figuring out the tone and figuring out where everything's going. But it is just crazy fun. It is so varied and out there. It's totally in the spirit of the books that we've been reading up to this point. So if you've enjoyed this, I really think. Will be pretty locked in for this coming series. No, but to clear, has the big one. If we can get her into this, then I'm gonna do a victory lap around my apartment complex, if, you, if, we'll if, the back, if the if the
1: Batman and Son animated series is based on this, I love that.
2: I am going I to watch that movie to Like,
1: I love <laughs> that. So, because if it's from there, and then I've already read RIP and a bunch of others throughout the run. So, you know, yeah. it'll be good. It'll be good.
0: Now, uh, I will say, this is all, we, we didn't know how this conversation was going to break up. This could have been a 10 episode series. We could have gone page by threat page through that Mm -hmm. birth of the demon. That could be a whole Mm -hmm. podcast. So I'm not saying for sure we're going to cover all of that in the next episode. We might get mired in talking about Batman and Son and just be on those three issues the entire time. I don't know. But our reading assignment internal to the group here is to read through 666. So that is what we are sharing with you. Could turn into a whole season of episodes just to get through (laughs) 666. There's no way to know until you hear us talk about it. So until we get back together next time, Freya, have you been workshopping why we're reading Batman together? I know for X-Men, we have a handy saying
1: right um i think like a batman is like i would want to say that read hmm batman is (laughs) it's like you should like you know because i'm still working on it okay like you know people if there is an idea just give it to me because at this time i feel like batman is like you can get into like the whole rabbit hole of or bat hole of batman and then we're just trying to purse it amongst friends but i have not Covered it in a handy dandy speech. Well, so Taylor option number one a, right now put a shirt on.
0: Parse the bat hole, which maybe is Pers- not is
2: <laughs> finest work. Of I all thought time. we wanted to be a family friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so we're taking some. If else. you don't want to
0: parse the bat There's- hole as much as we do, then we're going <laughs> to need a different name. I feel like it needs some kind of like detective thing. Like it needs some kind of like. Find, I know, find right? the search for the something. I do maybe, so, yeah. we'll, maybe
2: our adventure during the series is finding out the right phrase.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, why? No, series. it's okay, people, you know, in the comment, tell us why do you read Batman? Why, yeah, why do you why love do you? Batman?
0: Why do you read Batman? Yeah, why do we us. read Batman? And then we That's the because problem. of you, Harry. We learned it by yeah. watching you. <laughs> <laughs> we learned from watching you, Dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I no, mean, that it's, will it's close it's, out it's, our father and son chat for the day. Yeah. Sorry, did you want to add something? To
1: that? No, I'm just saying that if you are in reading any kind of comics or graphic novels, you have to read Batman. It's up. It's it's mandatory. So you know you have to, and then we're trying to do a good part of it. So yeah, but if for until until we find something better, let's parse the bat hole.
0: So join us next time <laughs> as we continue to parse the bat hole here parse on Crushing yeah. Comics. Book club for Batman's run by Grant Morrison. Until we see you again, we have we're we're so happy to be doing this. Hopefully you are being entertained by it too, and you're enjoying our first foray away from X-Men here on the program. And until we get to talk to you again next time, we hope that you are well. Bye. Parse the bat hole. <laughs> no. <please. laughs>